I giggle so hard at my names every time. And <laughs> you guys do not ever acknowledge them. And it is so upsetting to me. Uh, let's see. I got I to zoom out so I can see your full name. All it says is Yoga M. Yeah, yeah. it's Yoga Matt, M-A-T-T. <laughs> I, I thought it, I thought I thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm really glad you thought it was. I'm just like a guy named Matt that does a lot of yoga. <laughs> I, I don't have time for fucking fake names. I'm here for business. Obviously, we're on so we can talk about the cultural touchstone, which is Barbenheimer. I assume you guys both saw the double feature, and that's what we're here to talk about today. No. Yes, can you talk about how you, you see it? In? Yeah. I watched them like a couple minutes of each back and forth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, I, yeah. I watched Oppenheimer, but with Barbie's audio. So that's how I did it as a <laughs> crossover. It was pretty awesome. I had an erection the whole time. Well, these hard-hitting takes are brought to you by the Still Talking <laughs> Podcast, our reverent distilling industry podcast with Colton Zeno and me, Brian. Hi, guys. Howdy. Podcast is brought to you by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> this is what yeah, happens when there's, a, when there's a writer's strike. <laughs> yeah. We are um, the scabs. Actually, I haven't oh seen either. I haven't seen either film. Um, I will eventually, I guess. I don't have a ton yeah, of free time. I don't go to theaters. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Colton just put his I don't know if you guys know, I have my own projector room. So. Yeah. He's twirling his cane and put his monocle down to take his time out to say, I don't go to theaters. I only watch things on Broadway. <laughs> yeah, Mr. New York, big city here. Uh, Brian, why did you reply all to that email? Which one? From uh Because I wanted you to know that uh, I wanted I'll to reply to your reply all. Like, no, this will not work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's important that my footprint is spread across all emails. <laughs> I mean, that'll be a fun trip, I think. Yeah. Anyways, you'll be there. Reed will be there. Colton won't be there. So I won't. They don't let me in Canada anymore. Uh, yeah, that's probably a good call, actually. Until For Canada. Human trafficking. Yeah. Um, Colton geez. is the number one human yeah. human trafficked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, the, I'm the victim here. He gets trafficked. <laughs> I think we need to draw the lines on human trafficking jokes. I think that's where we need to draw the line. All right. You mean more of them? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> we're not going to get any good any more sponsors. Any any sponsors besides the Still Talking Podcast? Yes. Yeah. Maybe we'll get and some like sweet sh- shipping container sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got uh, what is it the uh, the alcohol school thing we're going to in Montreal, and then you have the you have a conference coming up, right? Yeah, ADI I'll be in Vegas. Vegas this month. Yep, ADI Vegas. That's the yeah. 23rd and 4th, I think. And I will be at the Iowa Distillers Grain Symposium next week. Nice. So you guys can all see me there. Okay. Uh, well, there I'll, you go, be in, I'll be in New Orleans cutting my grass. That's what I do. 
That's what you do. Hey, uh, okay, we talked about where we're going. So, listener, feel free to hit us up if you want to meet up anytime. Uh, but how the hell was uh, Tails? Ah, fucking nightmare. I mean, in a good way. <laughs> That's exactly what I expected. <laughs> yeah, it just, it was a lot. A lot of people walked through the distillery and... We had a couple of events that we were involved in. I mean, it's great to see a lot of those people. And it's a little bit different than, you know, typical distillers conferences. These are more brand people and service industry people. So it was really neat. Um, a couple of my distributors like were here. So I hung out with them. They're lovely. Had some really cool Jamaican rum, which was fun. Nice. With Zan of Worthy Park. He's the man. Shout out. Name drop. Uh, he'll never hear this. I hope he never <laughs> hears this. I'm like, I'm gesturing like I'm whispering, but you know, it's a podcast. So <laughs> um, your subtlety is, is impressed upon the listener. It's ridiculous. So yeah, 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 that's good. It's, it was, it was very eventful. It was a big deal. It was great for the city and it's like, now it's dead. It's just 130 degrees and a desolate underwater wasteland. Delightful. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, all in all, it was good. You should definitely come. Uh, both of you should come at some point. It's yeah, some year. It's crazy what the big brands throw, like what kind of money thrown at. Like uh our friend Alexa is an awesome bar manager, bartender, extraordinaire. I don't know what the fuck to call her. I call her Alexa. Um, <laughs> she runs the program most recently at Emeralds. And <laughs> a funny story about her is on Colton's birthday a few years ago. Was that three years ago now? Uh, or two years can't ago. Remem- can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's how good well, <laughs> she was serving us. I'm pretty sure we went through like a bottle and a half of Cherami because she was just making amazing drinks. And we had a pretty hefty tab. Anyways, she was doing there, – There weren't a lot of us. It wasn't like – There was three of 17, us. Yeah, it wasn't 17 <laughs> people. Happy birthday, birthday brother. <laughs> there was three of us. Um, but she was doing an event. I was like, hey, I better see you this week. And she's like, well, here's a good place to see. And it was like – it's it was a Jägermeister event that started at 11 that was just insanity. Right? Like there's tons of late night events. I had one event on Wednesday at one of my favorite restaurants – that we uh, it started at eleven too, and I'm like, man, eleven is the latest time I could possibly imagine. So, <laughs> yeah. um, got so old, yeah. So that was it's a lot of that and a lot of drinking. I just I just don't have those drinking legs like I used to. Uh, nor do I want them. Yeah, your, yeah. your drinking's done by eight p.m. now. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> no, by eight a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no one's mentioning that I'm wearing a Pilsner Urkel t-shirt and drinking a Pilsner Urkel. I also <laughs> thought this was funny. <laughs> did you get that okay, from okay. Tails? Is that I, I did not. I did get an amazing t-shirt, though. I do. I mean, come on. We love free shirts. Um, I'm wearing one right now. Is, is this girl from Rotterdam. And she works at a rum tiki bar there that she was hanging out with Zan from Worthy Park. And they came by through the distillery. And she was like, man, she asked the best fucking questions I've ever had someone ask to come through a distillery. Like, 
where she knew enough, but she was super humble and just wanted to absorb. And it was like, you know, sometimes you say things to people and they'll acknowledge that you're saying it to them, but you just know it's not they're not, being they're absorbed. not listening. Yeah. yeah. Or they're not listening. Right. No, she just had like great questions. And then Farber was in town, our good friend, Dan Farber. Um, and I was like, Oh, you know what? Ask Dan about distilling. And at one point at a worthy park event, Dan was drawing his Olympic system on like a napkin <laughs> for her uh-huh. and talking about the benefits of direct fire. And, uh, it was funny. I was like, oh, yeah, I called this one. So, But she was lovely, and she gave me this awesome pin and, like, the slogan of her bar in Rotterdam, Rotterdam is uh, rum is dope. So I have, like, this cool T-shirt that says rum is dope. And I'm like, excellent. I was like, this is a T-shirt I will actually wear. So by my rule, one in, two out. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's a rule? <laughs> for t-shirts that free like mo, every almost every t-shirt i own and non-t-shirts work shirts yeah but bring in new shirts i'm like mm, you gotta get rid of some at some Round point you end up with one right yeah. <laughs> well i don't take that many in nowadays guys <laughs> yeah. i understand how math works i know i don't look I like was it. gonna say something's gonna break down at a certain point <laughs> yeah he's just gonna be running around in cargo shorts see i have what oh. they call a surplus guys <laughs> uh my only takeaway from that whole story was actually to go back to the whole hidden shirt beer meaning i gotta make sure that the low or the uh, thumbnail for the podcast from now on is just a shot of you at the point of recording with your name so that listener can pull out just the horror that is your names plus whatever <laughs> secret codes you have with your ensemble secret yeah codes. like it's <laughs> yoga matt <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I was so happy about Yoga Matt with two T's. I was so excited (laughs) about it. You guys fucked it all up. I I was so – well, okay. So I love the fact that Colton was like, yeah, sorry. I was at – I'm going to be out of yoga in 15 minutes or something. And us three men didn't make fun of him because we're all like, yeah, yoga is an obvious thing you should be doing at this. Yeah. So I feel like at that moment I was like, I'm not an adult really, but I feel like I'm pretty close. If I can actually have another dude tell me he's at yoga and my first instinct is not to tease him because I'm like, fuck, I should do yoga. I mean, I know. That's what I thought too. I was like, I'm jealous of his yoga. It's Mm -hmm. It's third day in a row. I can almost touch my knees. Yeah. Also, Colton is with this very, very non-flexible. I know this yeah. sounds very suggestive that I'm saying this, but he is not a flexible human being. Yeah. As I said, I so, moving on. Yeah. Uh, but Tails, Tails was great. Tails uh, sounds great. Tails was, was yeah, no, it was a lot. I mean, I just was exhausted. It was like showing people around and then events and, you know, still have a small human, so... Okay. Managing well, that brought her so to Tails. all the events, was, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're at the events. You met Tails is great because you get to talk to a lot of the bar side people. You get to talk to a lot of distributors and things like that. Um, f- was there anything like valuable or interesting you pulled out from the conversations you had at Tails this year, like related to the industry? Like, what are the trends? What are the things people are talking about? I'm curious about that. I mean. There's the obvious trends. Like, well, I'll tell you what that uh, that coffee, that Mister Black coffee thing is all over, right? There's that was a big push on that, a big push on, you know, race equity, which 
is super important and should happen. And this is a good city to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, so a lot of representation from of people of color and minorities and that that was a big there was lots of talks about that. There was a talks about um farmers and that whole you know, the whole trope of farm to table, that kind of thing and why that's important. What's important. A lot of it's bullshit, I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot of it's just brand, 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 brand. Brand brand. And, at the end of the day, we're a brand industry, barely an alcohol industry, right? Um, but I, I would say the value of it as like a producer and that it's in my city, which is convenient, is there's a lot of people here that buy for like regional restaurant groups and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ran into a friend of mine. He throws an event on like the Sunday of Tales, which is like kind of kicks off. And it's mainly for producers and people. Well, there's not there's not that many producers. Although I did see uh, what's his name, Stephen Gould. Oh uh, yeah, Gold yeah. Uh, Golden Moon, right? Yeah, he, I saw him. He's like, hey, he's like, hey, I'm looking for investors. I'm like, yeah, join the fucking club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I um, but the and what hit this event that my friend throws is just bring something that like you don't really sell or whatever, right? I brought – I made a fortified cane wine that I cold fermented some cane wine over a little while and fortified it with some queen share rum. And it's, I don't know, weird. It was like Rieslings and a Riesling and olives. <laughs> how, how did you filter it? Uh, very crudely. Let's say that. I mean, I didn't give a fuck about it. I was like, I'm like, I was was like, I was fucking around with this. And he's like, yeah, bring that. It's great. So like, I took that and there was a lot of cool things there. There was a a sweet potato sochu that was kind of interesting. There was a lot of grower champion. It was fun. It was a fun event. But there I met um, one of those restaurant buyers. He's like, oh yeah, hey. Like you're kind of, like you're gonna be in DC. I already talked to like my distributor that I've been talking to there. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'll put you like in all twenty of my restaurants, and because they have one restaurant here in New Orleans, and it's amazing, right? Like that kind of thing is is priceless, right? Which it points to distribution, right? Yeah. Um. But the what what the buzz is really is like yeah. There's a lot of it's cool. There's a lot of black owned brands that are the people that I really like. Um. You know, the drinking coach was here. She won some kind of thing, right? She won one of the Tales Hordes. And Jackie Sorrell was here. And I really like the people from Turning Tables. They had a few events that uh, a lot of my team went to because I couldn't. Um, and they're a great organization too. But uh, yeah, it was, it was it was fun. I mean, that's from what I saw. I did have Tricow. A bunch of times in some age, Tricow. Are you guys familiar with that spirit? No. no. Okay. Well, look it up. It's not for the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. The <laughs> podcast is not you. sponsored by Tricow. <laughs> yeah, it's clearly not. not. <laughs> no, no. I met the still like uh, Sebastian, uh, and they were they were perfectly pleasant. They like they had a good time. I went to their one of their happy hour events. It's like the spirit of Patagonia. He wear, uses like. It's like an apple and pear distillate that is from that area, right? Native to Patagonia. And then 
they do like a distillate and then they do like three distillations and it's kind of an infusion of different botanicals from Patagonia and it's like this herbaceous eau de vie like it's a weird spirit I don't know how to say it it's very cool with the cool kid bartenders like it is the cool kid bartender drink right now and that's why you know about it because you're hip as shit it pairs well with a twirly mustache (laughs) yeah right if you have a if you have a mustache tattooed on the inside of your finger from oh yeah oh yeah I think I'm gonna go just a mustache for a little while I think I can pull it off yeah. I want you well, to do something like half a lamb chop. Just well, kidding. What, I'm not what, a what you can do is you can tattoo a beard to the back of your hand. <laughs> yeah. and you can just hold it's it. The up. whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, thanks, just thanks. in case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, all, all in all, it's it's weird. You know, I can assume listener is a distiller. Um, is there value of coming to tales? It's, it's like anything else. It depends on what you're trying to get out of it. Uh, one of the most amazing conversations I had was I met these two fellas at it uh, doesn't matter. Payshoads. No, Payshoads is the bar. It's a great bar. See Katie Firestone. She's amazing. They have an amazing hurricane. It's made with a very good local rum. Um, Bayou. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was there and Matt, the, the stiller that works for me and also, my friend, he was with us, and we're like, it was kind of the end of the getting towards the end of the night. So it was like, you know, seven thirty, and uh, we run these two guys, and they started just talking to us, and they were like, "Oh, what are you, are you here for tales?" And it's like, "Yeah," but we were they were just tech guys, they're straight up tech guys. Like, we're just here because we love booze, and we wanted <laughs> to check this out, and like, we are software developers, and they're like, what kind of needs are there for software? I'm like. I think I told you this, Colton. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah, choose your poison. Um, I'm like, it's competitive on like a producer's side. Uh, It's mainly a small group. And then it's really what scale of the producer there is. I'm like, I would just go all service data management side, like for ordering booze for restaurant groups. That would be my angle, which probably already exists. Yeah. I mean, there's what's there's like, 750 and overproof right do they forecast though they're like oh you know these these pods are you know depleting these skews at this rate so order this and then it's dynamic because they were dealing with ai yeah i I believe i'm gonna i'm gonna do a lot of assumptions here cool that's what we do here one 15 minute conversation i once had with with the overproof people but yeah that's their whole gig is they basically just they take the data of you and then similar products to yours sales assuming they're in their network and they kind of combine it and analyze it and say all right these are these are the accounts you should hit and this but, and this is why but those that's for produce that's the producer angle what i was telling those guys is like go well with the, i think it's sales so i mean distributor too right i said go with the restaurant group angle it's like hey how can they make ordering easy oh yeah right and limit because Right now, with inflation and finding good people is difficult. I sound like such an old guy yelling at fucking clouds, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's the truth. So I, I, I think there was like that was my angle. I was like, ah, I'm also might be a bit jaded because I, you know, I hate love my industry. Um, so I'm like, just go in like a tangential part of this industry. You'll make more money. <laughs> yeah, 
Maybe. That's my summary of tales. I'm done. I'm sticking with it. Uh, Katie Dimmick, if anyone knows Katie Dimmick, she's an amazing human. Um, she runs the spirit program for my distributor in Minnesota. And she was down here and she's just lovely and has a good time and is very knowledgeable and a caring human. So, oh, I can tell you how to get time at Tales because, like, you said an odd like number of kind things about people today. I'm not used to that from you. Like the sheer number of like positive things you had to say about kind people and people you love and blah, blah. Like I'm kind of wowed. Like, well, we still got like impressive. 10 minutes or so for me to, for, I can speak for Brian. We both feel icky. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> like if you could maybe not do that again, but yeah, those all sound like amazing people, but I'm immediately suspect. I mean, because there's amazing, well, there's a lot of people, in the service industry in this city, in my city, that I really fucking love. And they get some exposure and they and they work their ass off during tales, right? Because everyone else gets to enjoy it. And these yeah. people are just hustling and working events and whatnot. So like Kale, like Jungle Bird, he's the fucking shit. Like he did so many events at Dovetail and he's like very charismatic. So his face is everywhere. But like uh, Gina and Liz at Cure, which Colton, you know them. Like they did events. I went to a Suntory event there. Like it, that part of it's positive, and I I really like that. And then there's the whole fucking brand, 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 <laughs> brand, brand, brand. But it sounds like it's it's nice to have a conference that's not just producers too. That's what we're all used to, and you know, it's a it's a pleasant change of pace. Let's yeah. just say that. <laughs> but you know, I'm not. Although the bartenders oh. drink, unfortunately, harder than we do. So yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, they go hard. Dan and I hung out for like two days, though, so I got all my, my talking that I need to. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, Dan will cover that. What's new with Dan? How the hell is Dan doing? Let's uh, talk about Dan. Let's never actually invite Dan on, but let's talk about him like he's here. Sponsored, sponsored by Dan Farber. Sponsored by Nasa Callis. <laughs> no, Dan Farber exclusive. Just Dan. <laughs> yeah. He's he's great. Uh, you know, he's got his his projects, and uh, he's like the biggest fan of my rum. Like, okay. no one likes my rum as much as Dan Farber, which is awesome. That's the uh, best fan you could ever fucking have. It's Dan so funny. I think he actually likes something. It's so funny how much he likes the rum, and like he even, you know, we argue because I don't know we're friends. I argue with my friends, um, yeah. and you know, he's like, oh, this kind of rum is like, oh, it should. Shouldn't even see oak. And I'm like, yeah, I hear you. I like white rum like this too. And I'm like, but try this like 35 barrel blend that I made. And he was oh, like, yeah. And, and you also full like expectations, <laughs> full expectations that he was going to hate it. And he's like, oh, he poured like three glasses. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you don't hate it that much, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like right. a regular conversation with Dan. That's good. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a long time. Is he still running? Um, you might know this, Colton. Is he still running DTC committee for ACSA? I do not know this. <sighs> I'll be honest. That's okay. I, I asked Colton ACSA questions yesterday, too. He is. <laughs> right. You're, you're still on the board, right? No, no. They kicked me right out. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good. That explains a lot because you never seem to know anything about what the fuck's going on. Did they now, kick Dan out, too? Well, we we both phased out at the same time, yes. But Mark, our eventual guest, is on the board currently. Oh, so. yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, Mark will eventually us. Yeah. Oh, oh, we'll saw. do the same thing as Dan. As Dan. We'll just <laughs> talk about Mark like he's here. <laughs> yeah. I saw that ACSA was doing the whole thing. Like, meet 
the buyer from Benny's, I'm like, oh, Brett, they're going to see Brett. Yeah. Everyone's going to go see Brett. Everyone just goes to see Brett. I was like, oh. Well, that, that event, I don't know that much about it anymore. But when it started or when the idea started, it is kind of cool. It's the sort of consumer-facing side, right? consumer-facing version of, of our ACSA conference. So, hmm. you know, partnering with Benny's and, you know, they've been such a good friend to craft spirits forever. So is this an offshoot of like what would happen sometimes with the guilds where there'd be like a consumer facing guild tasting event? Is this yeah, just, like just the, the national national version, right? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the best way for, for ACSA at least to give, give the best value to their members is, you know, the whole point is to reach consumers. Yeah, consumer outreach, which that's fair. I mean, ACSA has been so focused on the legislative and regulatory for so long, it's been hard to do outreach. So yeah, and we solved is, all those problems. So yeah, they're everything's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, distillers no longer have to pay taxes. That's taken care of. Uh, brewers pick up all the tab. Like we took. Yeah. There's when you when you ship a package with FedEx now. There's a checkbox that says adult signature. So I assume it's now legal to ship booze. Mm. I've never asked, but. That's what I do. Now. Adult so. signature. <laughs> I feel like I just draw a silhouette of my penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah I see. I thought you were going to do like an outline of a penis. I, I didn't know which direction you'd go. But we we all knew it was a penis, right? <laughs> it was definitely going to be a penis. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think we should end there. I think that was uh, we we covered nothing. Twenty five minutes. Talked to, we talked about what we were going to do. We talked about tails a little bit. Uh, Zeno is uncomfortably kind, and uh, we talked about penises. I f- yeah, yeah. Brad, do you awesome. do you have one piece of news for us? We should at least do one one news segment. Yeah, at the okay. end when everyone's already turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Yo, oh, you assume they turned it on, dude. Come on. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I have one piece of news, uh, which follows up on previous news. And then I have one anecdote, which is completely useless. So we'll go with the piece of news. Um, I did see an article basically talking about how Anchor employees are looking to purchase uh, Anchor Brewing uh, from the liquidation sale and basically turn into like a co-op. So that could be I saw that. I saw that, and there were there was another brewery that was basically doing a fundraise to save Anchor. Yeah, right? yeah. So there's a number of groups trying to come together to basically buy up Anchor from the liquidation, which I'm sure someone will. Fuck, I mean, Bed Bath, Bed Bath and Beyond just got fucking bought up from uh, I can't remember which website, but it's wait, they're wait, they're reopening BB and B. Uh, not as retail locations, just as an online site. As Anchor Brewing. Dis- <laughs> as Anchor points. Brewing. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> where am I going to get all beyond. my? Where am I going to get all my as seen on TV shit at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm super stoked. So best of luck to everyone uh, who formerly worked at Anchor to try and buy that and build something back up. That'd be badass. Yeah, that would. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you and have an anecdote? The anecdote, yeah, which I think I talked to Colton about this a little bit, but uh, a large U.S. still manufacturer who is well known for very long uh, lead times on their production, that has dropped significantly from like, it went from like two, two and a half years to like 12 to 14 weeks, which is a pretty big blend. It means means our industry is dying. Well, yeah, so that's why I wanted to bring to you guys. What do you think? What does that mean? I have my feeling that it's, I don't think it has anything to do with the industry dying. I think it's just, there are a lot of people who had to pivot and buy other stills or there's a lot of people that downsized or 
yeah, they found stills otherwise. Because I'm well, actually some uh, other still manufacturers, their numbers have gone up a lot. So that could be part of it. Yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's, a com- it's a combination of people hearing those lengthy lead times and looking elsewhere. And, you know, a lot of those extreme lead times were like during and right after the pandemic. Yeah. So it's just, you know, you can ship things easier now. So, yeah, there are well, and, uh, always liquidating too. Of like, there's stills out there. That's right? the other thing I was actually thinking is there have been a number that have quietly gone out of business and sold their equipment. Um, also, and, I think that big still manufacturer actually has increased their production speed and capability too. Because I've talked to a lot of people that have gotten stuff or put in new orders, and I think they were able to get the materials they needed. So it's probably and I, I think they've they've also finally put a lock on their doors to stop those skate park scoundrels down the street from stealing all their copper. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes back to some shitty eighties movie storyline. Gleaming the cube. Yeah, uh, it is Kentucky. They just shot those fuckers. They just no. Them so in the I, I do. I do have a fun story about that. We had when we when we just opened our or you know, commissioned our new still. I'm considering this our final thought, so I'm going to give a, you know. <laughs> Oh, please right, do, do the grind, and then I'll talk. About yeah, it. right. I need to do the um, uh, superfluous uh, grum. Or it's not a the grump. word I'm looking for. <laughs> I uh, like the grump. A gratuitous, a gratuitous grump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go tell your story. <laughs> so we had we had some problems in our doubler with the bayonet heater. We had changed still design I witnessed so it. many. I saw it. We, we had changed still design so many times that I think just the communication got confused, and they undersized it. So I, I called uh, somebody at this unnamed. Uh, still manufacturer. I was like, "Hey, can we fix this?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, just bring it up. We'll we'll double the size of it, no problem." Just and I was like, "Well, I want to fix it like today. Can I bring it up today? I won't be there until eleven o'clock at night." He said, "No problem. Just knock on the door. That'll be fine." Oh, As I said, there's a sketchy skate park down the street, so I'm standing there at eleven, knocking on the door, realizing nobody is going to answer the door because they just won't do that. I had to like call him at 11, like, hey man, like, I know you're not at work, but somebody's here, right? And eventually they let me in. Hmm. And uh, I took this giant piece of uh, copper that stank like whiskey right out of the back of my SUV. And stanky copper. It stayed Stank stinking in my, in my SUV. So. Uh, God, well, Stank Copper is a good domain name. I'm going to buy that. <laughs> Stank Copper is my Stank name Copper for stills. next podcast. Um, all right. So well, I feel like I got to tell a story. So during Tales, another Tales-related story, those two fellas that were uh, software developers, they were from D- the D.C. area. And Matt was with me. They're like, oh, yeah, have you been there? And Matt was like, yeah, uh, my wife and I, not married. Uh, he's like, my wife and I visit there. We're like, mm, early January 2020. We were just in and out real quick around the beginning of January. It was a good joke. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> I had my final thought. Alluding that he was an insurrectionist. Right? <laughs> Alluding. He's like, yeah, we vacationed there like the first week in January in 2020. Oh, I don't like, follow politics. Did something happen in January? <laughs> nope, nothing at all. All right. Hate you guys. I love you guys. Love you, Dominic. All right. All right.